Yes, sir. It is episode number 100. That's right. 100 of the Backmarkers F1 Show podcast. We are very honored to be here today. Chris Cato with Tyler McDonald, Shaker Barty for the 100th time here on YouTube. We just did it. <laughs> it's going to be such a crooked 100. But yeah, this is our 100th uh, special show. Uh, it's not going to be really in particular about anything. We're going to talk about a little bit of F1 and a little bit of our show, kind of a, a celebration of us three. Uh, we've been on YouTube now for about three years and other platforms as well. And this is our 100th episode of these guys. I, I you know, it's pretty. It's a pretty crazy number. I mean, we've had uh, some good success the last couple of days mm-hmm. with everybody watching our videos, so thank you very much for that. But uh, this one, it just feels maybe a little bit more special, just because uh, you know we we do a lot of these and and we almost do an hour of these uh, every week, recapping races and previewing races, and to get a hundred of these, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's and a it's lot actually of man hours. The first time we've all actually been together in a room in two months. That's right. That's true. <laughs> so. Yeah, maybe uh, tell the folks a little bit uh, what you've been working on the uh, last couple of months. Yeah, I mean, these guys have been just carrying the show. Uh, I've just been out freelancing <laughs> a little bit, um, uh, just working on some movies. Uh, you know, I worked on a skiing movie. I just worked on a thriller, like literally finished six hours ago when <laughs> I came here. So, yeah. I mean, I say I came here, but I'm at home. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. This is your home. This is so your house. We do have to uh, provide a big thank you to you, also as well, Shaker, for letting us use your home uh, from ever since when? Uh, I think start of 2019. Yeah. So probably about a good 50 episodes worth. Oh yeah, I guess so. Eh? I forget. Yeah. 2020 has just been a blur. So. Yeah, it has been. Yeah, it's been just a weird year for uh, well, not only F1 but our podcast. I mean, a yeah. lot of our podcasts this year happened on Zoom for COVID reasons, for for other reasons as well. Um, so it's kind of nice just as restrictions aren't crazy right now, we could get together and mm-hmm. um, do a, a, a 100th podcast, you know, just as kind of restrictions light, eased a little bit. I and mean, we'll see if what happens in the next few days in Canada. But um, yeah, it, it's, it was nice to it's nice to be able to, to see you guys in person and celebrate 100 episodes with you guys. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, I didn't want 100 to be uh, the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix recap. Um, <laughs> we didn't even want to talk about that race because we don't want to insult our viewers. So, yeah, I it wasn't. Max won. That was the only Max won. That was a very good thing. Just uh, goes to show that even Max Verstappen winning can be a boring race. So. Can be. <laughs> um, I guess the biggest thing really to come out of that race was McLaren. Getting third place yeah. in the constructor standings over Racing Point, a heartbreaking one for Racing Point. Yeah, with Sergio Perez with a, a terminal uh, gearbox issue, I think he had. I think it was, yeah, it some was, transmission issue. Yeah, um, early on in the race, uh, that was that was a huge blow for Racing Point, and then Lance Stroll just seemed to have a, a good race midway through the race, but uh, faded near the end. Then lost, of course, uh, the ninth place to Esteban Ocon. So Racing Point only getting one point. Uh, in the whole race compared to McLaren, who uh, ended up in third place uh, for the first time since 2013. I think maybe even earlier than that. Earlier than that. 2012, maybe? 2012. 2010? Yeah, something like Anyways, a while Keep ago. Keep talking, I'll check it. Yeah, yeah that's fine. <laughs> uh, fact check me. Uh, yeah, a while ago from McLaren. So I want to say 2011. 20, uh, yeah, that might be right. But... Um, no, that's, that's awesome for McLaren. Tough break for Racing Point, but because uh, I think Racing Point may have needed the money a little bit more than McLaren. Obviously, McLaren got that uh, American investment, uh, a lot of money going through McLaren F1 right now, plus they get those, that extra $10 million bonus pool money. And they have a Mercedes engine. And they will that's have right. a Mercedes engine next year. That's right. <laughs> Excuse me. So it was actually uh, 2012. 2012. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were, third. were okay. Right in the middle. 
Yeah, but it has been a while and uh, excellent, excellent result for them. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the team radio after the race with uh, Zach Brown. <laughs> no, I didn't. I th- I, yeah, I thought that was Lando imitating Zach Brown. It was, yeah. It was it? It was. <laughs> because, so it, I don't know if you guys saw it, but there was that one point where like uh, Lando's race engineer got on and he's talking. And all you hear is like, because Zach Brown's so American. <laughs> and again, it's not something you're used to in F1. Oh, I mean, if you watch the one, uh, the video of them sending it to Ferrari, he yeah. has the most <laughs> yeah, American yeah, accent I've ever heard. <laughs> but it was so hilarious because like, you know, like his race engineer's congratulating. And all you hear in the background is Zach Brown going, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. And then he's like, he says something, and then I think, yeah, Lando does his impression. He's like, yo, dude. <laughs> Zach, we all know you would have won the race, but hilarious. I like Zach Brown. I but, like Zach Brown a lot, too, yeah. Um, yeah, he's good. He's yeah, good great result uh, then for McLaren. Um, yeah, there wasn't much uh, from that Abu Dhabi Grand Prix that, that was really worthwhile to, to talk about. Um, you know, obviously, Fernando Alonso's running around the track was just a great... Uh, nostalgia moment, I think, for all of us. Um, that was something that I really enjoyed watching. And I think uh, your video, Chris, that got a, a lot of views. Thank you all for watching that. Yeah, and, and <laughs> sincere yeah. thanks. That's uh, that's awesome. Uh, our easily our highest ever viewed video. It's over two hundred thousand video or views right now. Um, so nice one, Chris. Thank you. Uh, but uh, I think th- like just all the hype around just that video shows how much people love the nostalgia of the v10 engines and the old car coming on the track and just hearing that thing roar i mean it was it was pretty special uh to hear that it really was and seeing it at night too it looks so good at night Mm -hmm. um but the sound i mean it's just i think i want to been doing a v10 video for like three years on this channel and this was just the perfect opportunity to do one but uh, I was kind of surprised at the amount of people that sort of was along the same lines of nostalgia because I think when we've talked about it in previous episodes, people have been like, move on, that era's dead. Mm. You know, electrification is the way or something. But a lot of people were just like, oh, I love the sound. Like, I remember seeing all like the personal stories too. Like, oh, like I was you know, watching the race in Italy at mm. you know Monza in 98 or something. I was just mm-hmm. like, really cool um, to hear from everybody. Well, yeah, I mean, it kind of, well, for us, it, it's childhood so that automatically everything is better in your childhood so you know you automatically kind of link yourself to that sound um it'll be interesting to see if the kids and if nowadays link themselves to the v6 sound you know the turbo highly doubt it who knows (laughs) you never know um but uh, drive to survive kind of put in those v8 engines so they might just think did they (laughs) that's just a good point they did in season one they replaced them oh yeah i remember that a little bit now yeah yeah now that you say that um, but no, I mean, it was, it was so cool to see that car on the track. And I, I think I watched the video three or four times just to like listen to the pop and the, just the aggressiveness of the engine. Oh, it was amazing. Hopefully one day, probably not, but maybe we can have something where we can have a nice hybrid of hybrid technology and the, the raw bang and loudness of, of a V10 engine. I think they would have to fake it. <laughs> they might have to, but I don't I'm have okay to fake with it. the sound. Like road make... cars? Yeah, I think they would have to fake it. To, I think I'm okay it with it. I mean, it, they could go. I mean, a lot of people were saying in the comments too, just use uh, biofuels, um, just some cleaner biofuels and put it in the V10 or they're, use something with the battery. I don't know. They're testing, um, I think a, a, each engine manufacturer, including Honda, got a new, I got a barrel of new 
fuel technology for them to develop engines for the next engine. Okay. Coming up, uh, they don't mm. know what I don't know what that fuel technology is, but apparently it's supposed to be some new revolutionary fuel. So hey, who knows? Maybe they can do it with that fuel. Yeah, we don't know, right? Um, it's supposed to be very good for the environment. Is not the year, man. No, <laughs> not the year to be testing it. No, not you're right. Yeah, you're not. That's not right, the year, bro. But but it is upcoming though. I mean, the, the new ones are supposed to come in in 2026, so they got to figure it out now what they want to yeah. do roughly. Um, I I mean, obviously, I, I'm not holding out any hope. I don't think that it's ever going to go back to that. So I think I'm just hoping that one day I can go and watch it or listen to it in person. I know they do a lot of uh, kind of historic runs at, at Monza with mm. old Ferrari mm. V10s and V12s and V8s. So I don't know if they do it regularly or what the schedule is, but it's awesome that they maintain it so well that they can run because Alonso was pushing. Yeah, he was. So he was only a couple. Well, in your video, you you said it's only a couple seconds slower than two seconds. Yeah, uh, what the F1 cars are doing. Um, I think that it'd be really cool to go to the Goodwoods Festival Speed. There's a lot of cool cars in general, but they have a lot of of retro, old, nostalgic F1 cars that. Do hot laps around the track. Yeah. yeah I think it'd cool. be amazing to go see. Really one of the only chances to go do it. That's on my bucket list to go to Goodwoods. That's a great point. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one to go to for sure. Um, so, yeah, uh, hopefully we'll get to hear that one time in person. Uh, just before we go move on, because uh, you were talking about the 100K videos, we still have the challenge actually ongoing right. for the Max Verstappen one because that was our, our initial goal to get to 100K <laughs> because it was close. I think it's around 85 or 86 now. Um, so that contest is still available. Uh, if you go to the, our Twitter page, it's pinned on our profile if you still want to enter. Um, and I did actually bring, because uh, Tyler, I know last time you were so disappointed that we were giving this away. I think I, you still are. <laughs> I might steal it. You might steal it. I might steal it. Um, I wanted to show it to everybody here just uh, on camera and to you guys as well. This is the seventh gear ratio from the, I think it is, what does it say here? The 2014. What would these little silica gels. gel packs yeah. always get in my way? Sorry, uh, so it is the 2014 uh, race and test use MR03 part from the cars driven of Max Chilton and, of course, the late Jules Bianchi during the 2014 F1 season. So this is the actual gear ratio itself. I'll pass it along Should to you guys. I want to see it. Uh, yeah, Shaker hasn't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. I, don't, I didn't I don't see anything. <laughs> it is the coolest thing in the world. That's actually pretty I can't believe we're giving it away because I want it so bad. <laughs> Well, if it doesn't get to 100K by a certain time, maybe we'll just have to cancel the whole thing. We might have to. We might have to. Maybe just buy another one. So we do have, uh, it comes with a little certificate of authenticity, if you guys can see that. It is on our Twitter page if you want to see a better photo of it as well. Um, Yeah. That is the little gear ratio. It's actually pretty, it's decently heavy too. It's it's really really heavy. For what it is, yeah. It's pretty heavy. And you think of how... Not something you can wear as a chain. No. (laughs) Well, you think of like how light F1 cars are and how they're trying to save so much weight. This is just one gear ratio. And this weighs like at least two, three pounds. It is. Yeah. I think it's got to be a a good pound or two. Yeah. And like if you're trying to save all this weight, I don't know. You could probably make those a little better. Yeah. (laughs) It's probably carbon fiber now. It might be. I don't know. I'm not not an engineering student. That's for sure. I don't know anything about engineering. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, that's there. If you guys still want to enter that, it's uh, available. As soon as we get 100K, then we'll throw all the names uh, that we got so far into a random draw and then uh, get that out to you guys. So You can find all the details on our Twitter page um, at TBMF1 show. Yep. Yeah. And linked in the description <laughs> of the video just to make it easier. I don't know what I... I was trying to make sure I didn't screw <laughs> <The> that <tweeter>. up. <laughs> 
All right, so uh, let's get into should we what should we start with? I guess do we want to start with the questions or do we want to just kind of maybe go with uh, just you know looking back at uh, uh, some of the the moments on our show or, or the initial days of the, of the show? Uh, we can kind of really go uh, in any any Wherever one direction on this one. Yeah, I don't know. You got the questions up. Let's go with the questions. questions. Okay, questions. we'll go with the questions. We kind of like covered our uh, how we kind of started up in that interview we did earlier this year too. Yeah. Oh, actually, I don't know if you guys. I forgot to bring. I brought that notepad with the very first meeting that we had. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. And it's in my bag. So maybe if you guys could just take over for a second, I'm gonna go grab yeah, it. Yeah, we can do that. All right. Um, What's yeah, the first question on there? That's gonna be cool to see. Well, I'll wait for Chris to come back for that because that'd be cool. But like, I don't know if, if you remember how we started all this out, Shaker. I mean, but you guys kind of came to me afterwards. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I think a lot of it was. I remember we were. Were we at college at that point, or were we out of college when we, we started were out of college? This? I think we, me, you, and Chris were maybe doing like a, um, don't worry, no uh, problem. <laughs> uh, uh, like a hockey broadcast. Oh yeah, that's right. I think that's how we kind of started getting talking about it. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. then I remember us being like, "Yeah, let's just let's just do it. Screw it." Yeah. When, so when was that? It was I think the winter of like twenty. 2017 or something. Probably? It had yeah. to be because I think I would would have just been starting my job at that point. Mm. Yeah, so like, it was, that was a while ago now, if you really think about it. But yeah, so I think that was that was how it went. Yeah, I, I went to, I think, uh, came to you, Tyler, first, and then... I think so, yeah. I think I talked to you, Shaker, but yeah, coming back from uh, one of the broadcasts that we did, hockey yeah. game or something. Yeah. And now here we are. <laughs> yeah. And originally, it was it was kind of like a, it's supposed to be like a Joe Rogan-style yeah. podcast, which it's not at all. Not it's anymore. Kinda, not anymore, no, which I, I kind of like. It's gone on our own ways. Yeah. Which is... Yeah, I wasn't supposed to talk. Yeah, no, yeah. You're, yeah. <laughs> Do you? I remember that. Do you remember that first episode where? Well, it's funny if you go back to our very first videos. We were recording at my work, like using one of the boardrooms. Oh yeah, which right. no longer exists because they renovated the building. But uh, like we we kind of like didn't even really have permission. I guess we just did it. We just kind of shot oh, it there. Yeah. yeah, everyone was okay with it. it yeah, they're like whatever. Chris is a little messed up, so we just, we'll just let him do <laughs> yeah. it. Um, but yeah, we like we so we had the mic set up, these ones right here, but we didn't give Shaker a microphone because he was just going to run all the technical stuff and monitor the audio and pull up yeah. things. And then just as we got going, it just kept on kept on talking. Yeah, and we're like, all right, we shut up. This. You just wouldn't <laughs> shut up. We had to put a mic in front of you. <laughs> we gotta, gotta get this guy, Mike. And oh. I didn't know anything about F one. I still really don't, but you know, I get by. <laughs> But it, it like you, we, I think the coolest thing about this podcast is that none of us are experts by far. None of us know really what's like what's. You don't have any inside info. It's a lot of it coming as the fans' point of view, as your point of view, the viewer. Um, we're fans just like you guys, and you know I think it's it's cool to kind of have the fans' reaction on how certain things end up in the F one world and what a lot of fans think and we bring that fan discussion and try to bring it to our comment section and in our podcast and I think that's where this podcast is really morphed into is just mm-hmm. a collaboration of all the fans getting together. Yes. And discussing their opinions. Yep. Yeah, like when we say like comment down below, it's not just because, you know, we want to load the comment section because we actually want to hear from yeah. you guys. A and lot of our stuff that it goes to the comments gets brought up in the next podcast. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know? Yeah, we try it like most of our videos. We don't have a ton of comments. Like the last couple ones, obviously, we can't get to every single one. So when we don't have as many comments, we can pretty much get to everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's actually a lot of really interesting and, and smart opinions out there that, again, like you said, Tyler, just comes exactly from the fans, which we yeah. are as well. So, so I'm, I'm out. The keyword was some. 
Some. Some. Yeah. Some. yeah. Some. There are some morons, too. That's a, yeah. There's some of those as well. I will, I will say I'm pretty impressed on our viewership and our, no, our I, following. A lot of them, like like 99, I say 95%. It's been very, like, you know. Very civil, very discussed. Yeah, and, like, I, no one's yeah. bashing anyone. I, I love that about our community. That is our one of the community. things I have noticed. Yeah, it's our community is great. Yeah, I got one, the, the Hamilton one about, like, George Russell. Uh, that was a new one because somebody said I was racist because I criticized Hamilton a little bit. Oh, yeah. What? Which I actually didn't even criticize it because as I was writing it, I'm like, I have to ex- explicitly say that I'm not putting Lewis Hamilton down because I know the Hamilton fans will get triggered. I they th- definitely got triggered. I, I think <laughs> if you go watch any of our videos, I think we're like the biggest kind of supporters of Lewis. And like, we're not Lewis fans, but like. I think we've said multiple times, especially in the last like six months, like this guy is one of the greatest drivers of all time. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's just ridiculous what he does on the track. I think we even said in that podcast too that like this shows how much like how good Hamilton is because Russell, like you can't just put a driver in there and match Hamilton. Like it's not like, right. Yeah, they match Bottas, but yeah. if that's an average driver. It's not Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, it was a completely yeah, yeah. different point we were trying to make. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, there's that you guys are completely right there. Everybody's like really respectful. And honestly, like I don't mind people if they're they're roasting us or they're doing like really good banters. Like I don't mind that at all. Just be prepared to get it back at you. Yeah, I enjoy the bants. Yeah. So I'm about it. Yeah, you've responded to a couple people in the past, which I love. Yeah. <laughs> you don't take any shit. Um, but I know some people in uh, in sort of the YouTube or the online community that get like that's the problem I have with F1 Twitter. It's like, look, if you're gonna do these shows and we're putting ourselves out there online, like you have to be ready to to take criticism and stupid people saying stupid shit. You can't take it personally. Yeah. And it's... And it, I find a lot of the time we all choose a different point of view to for the sake of the argument too. We yeah. never... Yeah. Like unless we're just like, oh no, this is definitely the right direction that we want to go in. I think most of the time we try to sh- like you choose a different point of view or come with a different point of view to kind of keep the conversation going a little mm. bit. Yeah. So... Well, and the other thing that I like about about our show, and I guess maybe if I could compliment ourselves on that, is that we try and be as unbiased as yeah. as as possible. And some people are going to be like screaming right now, but you guys love Max. And we like, do love Max. We do love Max. He's great. We love a lot of the other drivers too, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think we like all of them. Um, and, and we don't try and do stuff that's that's for clickbait or, or for or for views in that sense. It's just we try and be as balanced and as honest about everybody as possible. Give credit to where credit is due to everybody. And also at the same time, not putting anybody down. I, I find that's a lot that's kind of trending right now in this F1 community. It's like, yeah, as soon as something happens, it's immediately like well, putting th- people I, down. I and- think Alex is like the Alex Albon's a perfect example of that right now. Like he he's having a tough go. He's a fantastic talent, and he you know he has so much potential. It's just not the right fit right now. He mm-hmm. just needs to grow a little bit more. I think Alex Albon should have an, an F1 seat in the near future, even as early as 2022. Um, but, I mean, that, there's some, for example, that has just had a lot of heat and, and, and you know, criticism on him. And he hasn't had, a, you, know, a, you know, the season that he wanted. Um, but he's still a fantastic driver, in my opinion. I think that he is deserving of an F1 seat. Uh, I think he should be in that Alpha Tori seat that uh, Yuki Tsunoda's in. At no, at no respect to Yuki Tsunoda. He's a great driver. He's he's not ready for the AlphaTauri seat. It's just kind of one of those, you know. I wish it, it fell differently for Alex, and uh, but I think just right now, a prime example of that kind of toxic environment that uh, you, you see a little bit online. Yeah, 
Oh yeah, and like we try to avoid that, or at least I, I hope we try and avoid yeah. that. Um, I'm toxic. Oh my god. Can you that. spell toxic? No. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what, what was your reaction when Ocon, your buddy Ocon, there got a podium? Yeah. I didn't watch the race. <laughs> I wasn't upset by it. I always want one of like the drivers to get a podium. Like, yeah, I'm, I know. <laughs> like, if you haven't watched in the past, I watched the highlights. He, Shaker does is not a fan of Ocon. No, he's he's got a, not, a big I'm, no. You just don't like him because he took I'm out not, Max. I'm not. I'm, I'm. I will gladly admit I am not a fan of Ocon because he got cotton cables underneath. And that's why I was like, <laughs> struggling there for just a because bit. just because he took out Max in that one race. Yeah. I still love Esteban. I, I was so glad to see. Yeah, him still a not a fan, but I, I am Esteban. very happy that a driver got his first ever podium in yeah, F1. And I'm not cool. upset by that fact, and he deserves all the respect that he gets for that for sure. Yeah, of course. Still an asshole. <laughs> I know you'll get past. You'll get past it. Don't worry. <laughs> no, I, I wanted to interview Esteban. I'm not going to be allowed to because they're, they're going to watch this. Be allowed to, and they're going to be like, I support you, Tyler. Yeah. We vote two against one. Thanks. You'll just have to skip that episode. I, I could just imagine we're interviewing Esteban. And I mean, like, I so, never go in front of the camera whenever we do do interviews. So That's true. <laughs> you did you did one of them though this year, right? No, with uh, with well, Chris, but he wasn't available. Yeah, right. so he's still yeah, did it. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually you guys though. Still Fair did. enough. <laughs> yeah. We can still put you on camera. We'll just mute your mic. Yeah, yeah that's fine. <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you know that that's a that's one thing that we try and do, um, and hopefully that comes through in the podcast. I don't know, maybe we're wrong. Maybe people are going to be like, "What? No, that's not how it is. It's completely." But we we try and uh, just be as balanced as possible because I think that trying to listen to people that are extremely biased uh, is difficult um, with whatever it is, sports or anything else. So. Yeah, we try to do that. I just wanted to quickly show you guys this because I brought this along. I found yeah, this, this cool. not too long ago, and I sent you guys a picture, and we'll post this uh, so everybody can see it there. But this was our, I think that was it, right? Yeah. Yeah. This was, I think, when me and you, Tyler, we met at my work to discuss kind of ideas in the show, and this is what we had written down. Oh, these are... These look are, at the, yeah, the uh, show name ideas. <laughs> show name ideas. So obviously, you know us as the backmarkers F1 show. Um, I think that's still the best out of all of these. <laughs> these are awful. It's, it's um, inside the cockpit, that sounds sexual. <laughs> I love that name, actually. Um, that's great. Box this lap. I mean, usually that just gets pushed away. Usually, you know. Yeah. On the limit, an F1 experience. That one's actually not bad. I like that not one. Not bad. A little uh, long. Shifting gears, just a complete ripoff of Top Gear. Um... Inside the breaking zone, <laughs> that's <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> that's a tough one. Uh, what is this DRS? The experience, oh, the DRS, what was what is this? I one? don't, what is that one? DRS enable DRS the experience. I think that was like one of those, uh, I don't know, I really don't know. Cross that know. one out. I'm so glad we did the, the back markers <laughs> F1 show. That's yeah, I think it is definitely the best one. That's out of the that. best one. That's a piece of history right there. Yeah, no, it's pretty cool. I like backmarkers, bros. Backmarkers, <laughs> bros. Yeah, that was. That's a little. Thank God we didn't go with that. One. Could you imagine? <laughs> Awful. What were we thinking? <laughs> could, could you imagine emailing F1 teams? Backmarker, bros. Hello, I'm Chris from the Backmarker Bros. Could we speak to your world championship driver, please? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> it's pretty awkward. Like I found it awkward emailing Williams and then signing the email as "Thanks, Chris." The backmarkers F1 show, like, this is not an insult to your team, by the way. Um, we are just a backmarker podcast. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that eventually we'll have to change our name? No. I no, don't I don't so. think so. No? No, I don't think so. Yeah. Think if we end up somehow getting famous, it just will be ironic. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think then the the acronym will catch on. Then it'll be a little bit shorter. Yeah, but TDF yeah, TDF one. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a little bit uh, out of the ones that we had. There was uh, was probably the best best idea. But yeah, anyways, interesting little little piece of history. Yeah. Um, maybe let's uh, well, yeah, we'll slowly get into some of these questions. Mm-hmm. We got about six questions. Oh, I just fell down there. Uh, we got about six questions that you guys submitted through Twitter and uh, through an online uh, question form. Uh, so we'll start with the first one that was actually uh, through Twitter at uh, Fantastic ninety eight on Twitter asks. If you could add a circuit that's never been on the F1 calendar to the season, which would it be? Oh. Tyler, I'll start with you. Never? Oh, well, I never been. Never oh. been, so not including this pandemic year. That's right. I can go if it makes it easier. Yeah, you go. So I would add Laguna Seca in <laughs> California. Oh, <God. laughs> that's going to okay. be mine. That is the most overrated track. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll pick another one then. I hate Laguna Seca. <laughs> I will pick the Toronto Indie Street Circuit. Oh, God. That's an even worse one. That is the worst one. Um, I would probably go, but yeah, so never been on the calendar, right? Because I was going to say um, Watkins Glen, but I think that was on that the calendar. That has been on the calendar. Uh, how about... Uh, I don't know if it has, actually. I think it has. Yeah, I think it Maybe was in once? the 70s. Yeah. Uh. I'd go with the Barber Motorsports Park. Oh, that's a good one. Go with that one. Yeah. I think I would. I'm gonna to go to America too. There's a lot of good tracks in America though. Um, I think it's Road Atlanta. Road Atlanta. Road Atlanta was a good beautiful one. track where the Petit yeah. Le Mans is. Beautiful track. Uh, it's such a, a cool track to drive on the Sims. I think that's the one I would pick. <laughs> Daytona. <laughs> yeah. Is this novel? It's a hard question. I had to think of one on the spot. It's like I just I blank out whenever I get to ask questions like these are what tracks I actually know. <laughs> I only know I'm not too big, I don't know the European ones that well. No, like yeah, non F one yeah. European tracks. Could go Sebring. Sebring would be interesting, actually. I don't know how that would work with all that like how yeah. bumpy it is. Pretty bumpy. Yeah. They especially the last a, a little a couple corners there. Have they ever raced on Le Mans? Um, I don't think so. No, there's another one. I mean, that'd just be DRS nonstop, but it, it'd be interesting. I'd go with the Top Gear racetrack. <laughs> <laughs> I think Richard Hammond's driven an F1 car. That doesn't count. Rather, <laughs> no, it counts. Could you Hamilton no. down the isn't straight? <laughs> that's that's Grand Tour. Oh, true. Yeah, that's, that's Grand right. Tour. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know, guys. Like I, like I probably end up probably end up going with Laguna Seca, to be honest. Laguna Seca. Yeah. yeah. I'd just I'm be not interesting. a fan of Luke. I don't know what it is. I'm just not a fan of Laguna Seca. I, I don't know, man. I just like the downhill. Yeah. So. That's See, literally it. The, the downhill, the yeah. downhill S, the downhill S. That's what gets me. I hate the corkscrew. Yeah. It'd just be interesting. It yeah. would be interesting. We're probably, uh, let, let us know in the comments. Maybe the more European viewers can drop some yeah. of those ones. But uh, for those of you that think we're American, we're not. We're Canadian. We've got a lot uh, of those comments. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, I guess I can only think of. I, I don't know. Road Atlanta is a really nice track. I like that one. Yeah. Anyways. There's a, there are like, yeah, some of the IndyCar road courses, like we can mm-hmm. add Mid-Ohio in there maybe Mid-Ohio's too. Mid-Ohio great. Yeah. Um, there's one in, uh, there's another one in California. St. I keep Peter's forgetting right nice now. Too. Yeah. Long Beach. Although, yeah. shit, they raced at Long Beach. That's right. That's true. Yeah. They raced in the parking lot in Texas too. Um, yeah. No, that was uh, Vegas. Oh, Vegas. The casino, yeah. right? <laughs> right? Yeah. They raced at the parking lot. Yeah. But they had, they, uh, it was Dallas, right? That they raced. Uh, that was the only Texas race. They raced it. Yeah, I know they raced in Texas somewhere. Yeah. On the streets. Like, wasn't it? Yeah. It was either Dallas or Houston, one of those big Texas yeah. cities. But yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, great question there. Uh, yeah. Fantastic 98. Thank Fantastic. You for that. Spelt with PH. Mm. That's right. <laughs> maybe, right. His, maybe his name is Fan. P H A N. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 
I'm just I'm just saying it could be a possibility. All right, next question. Uh, this comes from Jerry of your our online question form. Uh, he asks, "Who are some of your favorite athletes outside of Formula oh, One?" That's a good one. That's a good another good question. Shaker, let's start with you this time. Oh shit! Sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a bit easier for you. Uh, I don't know. I have a lot of favorite athletes. List um, a bunch if you want. Yeah. Uh, I mean, favorite like soccer player probably Robin Van Persie. Um, Wayne Rooney. I mean, I'm a big fan. Uh, I mean, you can go suck it. <laughs> uh, Jose Mourinho. I'm actually, you know, huge fan of his. Jose, not an athlete, not as an athlete, but it's great coach. Jose. He's Portuguese, not I, Brazilian. Jose. I can call him whatever the fuck I want. He was at my club first. <laughs> <laughs> my club. Uh. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I can like list off a bunch of soccer players. I'm actually a huge fan of Roger Federer. I know what Ky- right. uh, I know Chris is as well. Yeah, I, like uh, I grew up watching tennis because of my dad. Um, so I mean, there's a lot. I mean, huge LeBron James fan. <laughs> gonna get all the hate right now, so I'm putting it out yeah. already. <laughs> Kidding, guys. I don't know if anybody, uh, will, yeah. I don't know. I like again. See, when good I get list. asked these questions, I blank That's out. That's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> you got a decent amount. No, this is a good list. Uh, I mean, there's like the classics, like that. I just so I'm just trying not to pick those ones, you know. So I'm just trying mm. to avoid that. Yeah. So yeah, I'll start off with those. Yeah. I go. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I'll go. Okay. Um, outside F1, I mean, I started watching motorsport. I watched NASCAR a lot when I was a kid as well. Um, so Jeff Gordon was my favorite NASCAR driver forever. Um, now he's in the commentary booth, and I was just a massive fan of him. Um, other than motorsports, I watch a lot of footy as well. Oh. Harry Kane is is one of my favorite athletes, along with you know Sun Heung-min. Paul Scholes. Oh, Paul, that's oh, fair. Definition that, of play smarter, not harder. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> uh, yeah, for me, Harry Kane, Sun Heung-min, I'm a, I'm a Tottenham Hotspur fan, so that um, those players kind of go to my heart. Yeah. Did you see the um, meme today of Higsing? Uh, oh, my God. Can't speak right now. Son. Yeah, but then they had like his mom and his dad. I did see that. <laughs> that I did see that. That was a good. Meme. That was a. That was a good. Meme. <laughs> um, I I watch a lot of hockey as well. I know it's not really big in Europe. If you, uh, well, it, I shouldn't say yeah. it's not big. There's a lot of a lot of European leagues. Yeah. Um. But so I, I don't know. I've got a few. Oh, a few players I like watching. Yeah. Uh, in the NHL. Um. Oh, who'd be my favorite NHL player right now? I mean, personally, my favorite NHL player will always be Daniel Alfredson, but that's because yeah. I grew up in Ottawa, and yeah. you know that's Sweet what kind of got into got me into hockey. Um, I'd go Alex Ovechkin. Yeah, Ovi yeah. fan. Yeah, yeah. Always liked him. Always a good choice. Um, one person soccer player I forgot to mention: Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Yeah, yeah. I like Zlatan. <laughs> yeah, big I mean, fan how of could him. you forget the Lord? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, a, he's a big fan. Um, Peyton Manning was my favorite football player. Yeah. The quarterback. Mm-hmm. I'm the Colts fan, so that helped out there as well. Um, I'm trying to think what other. Jeez, could be a very long list though. Oh, I'm like, a big I, Fred Van Vliet fan. I'm trying to you pick. Always him. forget that yeah. too. <laughs> I'm trying to pick one hockey player. Yeah, because like, uh, cause, I don't know. I'm trying to. My Jose Reyes. Yeah, Jose Reyes. He's a soccer player for Sevilla, yeah. or sorry, he used to be. Um, died tragically in a car accident a couple of years ago, but I ended up meeting his father-in-law, um, me and my buddy, on a train. We were going to go see the team he was playing for, Cordoba, in Spain. Um, and he heard us talking about how we're going to go see the game, and he texted uh, Jose Reyes, you know, 
got us free tickets to the game. Oh man, that's and we serious. sat with his family cool. to to watch the the game and watch the game with his family. Then he ended up scoring a pen and pointed up to his family, and we were there too. So it was, it was really really cool a cool experience. So I always remember will remember him just for the kindness of his heart. Just to these random Canadians, yeah, going on a it was a massive game too, and he just gave us free tickets. You know, That's the awesome. what, what story like that I have is with Alfonso Davies, Ooh, where me and yeah. you broadcasted his first like debut game at the Ottawa Fury yeah. before yeah. he went over to Bern. Like his first game ever, like for uh, semi pro soccer, was yeah. it like was it his debut for the Ottawa, what he pl- uh, played against the Ottawa Fury? Yeah, it was yeah. Vancouver, right? And Vancouver, he's a Champions yeah. League winner. Yeah. <laughs> he's in the FIFA Best 11. Yeah. First that America too, just to got that. that yesterday. So, yeah. I guess, yeah, obviously he's one of my favorite players. He's Canadian. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was funny too. when we remember that. Another one, Julian de Guzman. Um, uh, yeah. Did a, done a lot <laughs> for Canadian soccer. Me, Chris, and Tyler have met him and interviewed him multiple I know, times. Yeah. Like, I know Julian very well. He's um, a good guy. What is he? He's the coach somewhere now, right? He's or with Barry. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he's, he's another athlete that I really look up to. And his brother played in the... Yeah. FIFA World Cup in 2014 for the Netherlands. That's right. That's right. right. Um, yeah. Jonathan about Guzman. Jonathan yeah. Guzman. So, yeah, I mean. Chris? I know you're obviously Roger Federer. So you're a yeah. big guy. Yeah, that's probably my number one. Um, never met him in person. Was like He's the only one of the big four I haven't like gotten an autograph or got a photo with. Um, I got one from Nadal, Djokovic, Murray. Federer was always the elusive one. But I got to see him up close in 2017 after he won uh, Australian and Wimbledon. Nice. So that was really cool. Um, considering that was probably the last time I'll see him in person. So that was sort of a, a nice thing to do. Uh, and then, yeah, like the other ones, like you guys mentioned, like obviously Ibrahimovic is a, is a big one for yeah, me. Yeah, love Ibra. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that one was another one. And then I don't know who else uh, I maybe throw in there that's not F1. Ronaldinho is a big one for me. Grew yeah. up in the era of Ronaldinho at Barcelona. Kobe Bryant, jeez. Yeah. There's so many of them, yeah. man. Like, yeah, yeah, there's so many that you could list. Um an, an, an odd one for me, I guess, maybe not a lot of people know him, is uh, Jose Calderon, former Toronto oh, yeah, Raptor. Yeah. He was my favorite player, uh, and, and I love the way he plays. Uh, kind of inspired me when I started playing basketball to be a point guard. So that's one. And then, um, yeah, I don't know who else, really. Maybe I'll throw uh, Habib. Oh, uh, um, in there. That's yeah. one. Gigi Buffon. Uh, big fan of Gigi Buffon because I played a goalie growing up, uh, a goalie growing up and watching him in the 2004 uh, World Cup. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there, there's, yeah, there's, I mean, a lot of soccer players, a lot of basketball players that I grew up watching because those are the two sports I played a lot. So. Yeah. That's a long list for sure. Yeah. I don't know if there's one, one that could be your favorite yeah. of all time, but yeah. Yeah. No, that was a great question. Very good question. It made us think, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> think, think so hard, this place started smoking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this place is on fire. Uh, all right. This is the next one. Uh, we don't know the name, so it came through anonymously on the question form. Uh, your guys' favorite memory from doing the YouTube channel so far? Oh, that's a good one. I think for me, it has to be going to that Racing Point event. Yeah, that's, that's the obvious that's answer. That's the easy one. I, know, yeah. I, like, I figured for you guys, it would have been with the Nicholas Latifi interview, but that's, I think yeah, that like funny. the Racing Point one was the big one for me, just like the giant road trip we did yeah. and, you know, Tell you what, yeah. all that, of it. That yeah. was awesome. The Latifi one was stressful, though, as well, just mm-hmm. because you wanted to make sure everything went well, yeah. um, like technically and all that type of stuff, so... I didn't say I didn't, I'm not, I didn't enjoy it, but it just went by so quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. It was eh? still very cool, obviously, and, and hopefully next year we'll um, be able to talk to him again. But I really like the shoot that you and I got to do in Montreal with yeah, the, with the, that was a lot with of the fun. Montreal Grand Prix. That was, that was really fun. 
um, have a story for that now with the security people oh, trying yeah. to kick us out <laughs> at the end of the night. So that, yeah. There's, I mean, if, yeah, the most of the tr- like the stuff that we've done, traveled and done a, the shoot for, have been always really fun. Yeah. I even like the car show. The first year we started off the podcast, mm. so we had never ended up posting up any videos. We just went to go see. That was fun too. Uh, yeah, no, there's a few of them. I tell you what, that racing point two days was that was, was awesome. That was great. That like, was yeah, that was one of the best experiences. Like we we may never get that again. Like that no, was so. Yeah, cool. I've been thinking about that during this whole time. Right, is like just think it was only two days, but. Like just the drive there, the the snowstorm. If you guys want to see behind the scenes, it's in our playlist of yeah. the Racing Point Launcher little vlog that uh, Tyler yeah, and did. Yeah, like just go see it and second, like second start of our second yeah. year of yeah. podcast. Just go watch too. the the whole series. It's really cool. You get to see F one car up and close and see what an F one launch is like. Yeah, and then we got to go to the Raptors game that night. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, it was oh, a yeah. great that? one. That was uh, Jeremy Lin's debut. Jeremy Lin's debut. <laughs> yeah, F- fucking Kawhi was resting. That yeah, that was yeah. awful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to maybe change it from my most, um, my fondest memory or my favorite memory because we listed those, but maybe the most fun I had on the podcast was actually interviewing Tim Haraney. Yeah, that was really that fun. That was a good one too. That was really That was fun. an amazing time. Uh, we spent an hour and a bit with him. Um, if you haven't watched that one, that's just a lot of fun. If you're just looking to have a, a relaxed, uh, podcast listen have some laughs definitely go listen to that one because it's uh yeah it's very chill we just kind of talk f1 talk yeah. indycar laugh and and uh it was it was an awesome time yeah he was great tell you an underrated one that maybe <laughs> i'm gonna say my most favorite moment but actually one that uh brings a lot of joy and happiness to me is the not Bahrain Grand Prix we did oh, right yeah. this year. That was fun. That For was whatever fun. reason, that one just came together so well. And the commentary was great, and, and it was a lot of fun. And we're actually uh, working on one right now that, that we'll bring out during the offseason. So if you guys are missing some racing, we're going to bring some more to you virtually uh, on this channel through F1 2020. Um, but I, I watched that not too long ago, and kind of one of the reasons why I wanted to do another one, I was just like, that just really turned out well. Yeah. It was just a lot of fun. It was fun, yeah. Like, I didn't even care if it got no views or no nothing. It was a lot of work, but it was just fun because we always, I think, uh, you know, getting into the broadcasting business is something that we wanted to do, and we're just mm-hmm. like, why don't we just create it ourselves? Yeah. yeah. So I, I think I like that. Reaching a thousand subscribers was kind of a big moment that for too, all yeah, of us. It was, <laughs> it's huge. Because that was like always the <laughs> the plateau at the beginning. So yeah, there's certainly a lot of moments. Uh, uh, that's for sure. And, and hopefully that won't be the our best. Hopefully the best is is yet to come, as they say. Um, Tyler's prediction from last year that he like called from the beginning of the year that was a pretty big highlight for you. What was it again? I don't remember. <laughs> so much. He was remember. really happy about it in that moment. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. Oh, how about uh, I'll throw that one out there? The uh, well, I guess because you, you mentioned already, but the interview with David Croft. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. That, that was, was great. great. I don't know why yeah. I didn't mention that. I guess I just, just kind of included into, into yeah. that racing point. Weekend, to me, yeah. one of my because I've always wanted to be and still always want to be a a play by play guy, and you know I've done work with hockey and soccer and all that, but uh, never F one. And to meet one of my idols, David Croft, uh, and to interview him. And to, to, to see how nice he was to take the time, you know, he was just full on like, absolutely, I'll do this interview with yeah. you. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And that was like right before he wa- he had to go, he wanted to go over to the Lego booth to check out the car build for his right. son because yeah. he wanted to FaceTime his son that's with right. the car build. He's that's like, right. yeah, we got to do this quick though because I have to FaceTime my son or yeah. something like that. But like so cool to just to do that. And uh, yeah, no, that was an amazing experience yeah. uh, to, to interview him. So, ah, so cool. 
I can't. Yeah. I, I would never have thought. If you told me I would interview David Croft, I'd be like, no way. No, yeah. he didn't even plan it. It just happened, and, yeah. and that was the best. Sometimes it happens the best that way. Yeah, because yeah. we missed. We didn't end up getting driver interviews because we got that. Well, yeah, because the but thing it was ended up working out better. I think it did. You know, obviously, it would have been great to get the driver, which we might have been able to, maybe not. But as soon as we got to go up close to the F1 car, it was just like, holy shit! You know, F1 car, it's right there. You can reach yeah. out and touch it. Yeah. So. And then Crofty just came back in, and we're like, wow. We're just shooting the yeah. shit yeah, for a little bit, and just yeah. asked him to do the interview. Yeah, that was pretty great. We were, we were exhausted that morning, too. That was no, yeah. Well, morning. you did a lot of driving, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was. I was out of it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that's what and I think we said at the time, too. Your driving was amazing. That yeah. We got there in like four hours, I think, or whatever, and this one of the worst snowstorms of the entire year. Yeah, that was bad. It's <laughs> yeah. not a fun drive. No. But it was like. But now that any time I come across a driving challenge, and I'm like, no, I'll be fine. I've yeah, done this. Absolutely. <laughs> like, yeah, and that was smooth. Like getting into Toronto was actually fairly smooth. And the other thing I actually enjoyed was I think it was what the day after when we got to go to the auto show. Just yeah, as that was fun. Members that of the media. Just, yeah, like that we did fun. Yeah, we weren't too sure if we wanted to go because we were kind of tired. And we're like, oh, you know, whatever. We have tickets. Like we'll just go yeah, in we the morning whenever. Free tickets with our media. Membership yeah, with a media yeah. membership. And I think we were like. Because I think there was a time for media members to go yeah, as well. Yeah. And I think we ended up going a little bit later and kind of just like avoiding that part and just going through by ourselves kind of. Yeah, like there was a full tour going on. We kind of like just yeah. went away from the tour a little bit. Which they allowed you to do. They let yeah. you do whatever you wanted for the most part. Um, but no, that was that was awesome. We got to see some car unveilings. Mm. Some like, so there was, remember that, um, I don't know if we have video of it, but there was a, a car and they unveiled it and it was on tracks. Like it was on like snow snowmobile tracks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I remember. Yeah. When there was another car unveiling that was that was just right beside it that we ended up. Yeah, there was like a massive car. I don't remember. What yeah. It was off the top of my head. Well, because I was just asking Shaker recently. I have like, some footage from there. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it just like popped into my head. I'm like, I think we shot a bunch of uh, like B-roll footage at the auto show. I definitely um, did. I fucking love those cars. I sat in so many of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. Yeah we, got, yeah, we got to see some great cars. So, yeah, that was another one that was cool. But certainly a lot of really fun, fun moments. Um, so, yeah, that's that's another uh, yeah. good question there. Um, all right, a couple more we'll go through here. Another one from uh, somebody who's anonymous. Uh, this is an interesting one. I think we were talking about this earlier in the podcast. Uh, asking a little more serious mm. question here. Realistically, is there a way to pressure the FIA and F1 to take meaningful actions against Mazepin. It's Nikita Mazepin. This feels uh, doubly important now that they've added W Series participation on select F1 weekends. So, so what do you guys think about that's that? That's a good point about the uh, the W Series yeah. participation on F1 weekends. I mean, I, I think, obviously, it's an awful act that he did. And I think just recently, he took down the apology off his Twitter and everything yeah, like that, yeah, which yeah. is like... Ridiculous. I think he deleted all of his tweets as well. Did he? Yeah. I think so, yeah. I mean, it's just a disgusting act that he did and um I don't know I, I don't know if you can keep him on the grid. I'm no, not I personally lie. don't think I don't to think to see why FIA needs to be involved. It should be more of a team thing. Really. Yeah, well, that's true. if you think of it from a Haas point of view too, PR that it's a nightmare it's for next yeah, year. Yeah, it is going to be. And you have Mick Schumacher there, oh, who should be your yeah. center of attention. I think that's why they should get rid of him. And yeah. that's going to take away from that. Uh, from that point, obviously, like the whole he should be taken off the grid just because of of what he did. Yeah, um, not based on anything else. Just a fucking yeah. Yeah, but um, no, I I don't think he he should be on the grid. Is there pressure to, a way to pressure the FIA F one? 
Um, I think it's just through online. I think you got the only way you can do it is is to pressure them from from the online point of view and have sponsors. Yeah, and I think sponsors Ma- have to have a control on that. Yeah, I think Matty WTF one is definitely taking the charge yes. for that right <laughs> yeah, now. So <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit yeah, it's a little <laughs> aggressive. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I, good for him though. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. I totally support that. Like, Someone like, needs to stand. Somebody up and needs do to it stand and... up and do it. And if he wants to be, you know, the he wants to be not the scapegoat, but I'm forgetting like the right term. But yeah, no, like yeah, the, like the leader, the, of the leader pack, of yeah. the pack. Like I mean, I'm all for it, man. I think like, he tweeted how he he knows yeah. people or he had personal. I think it's actually his girlfriend. There, yeah. Oh, so yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> oh, okay, that makes sense. Then. I mean, yeah. I like for the amount of people it would affect. Yeah. I mean, I could totally understand uh, yeah. f- from that point of view. So. No, I mean, I, I'm glad that he's leading the charge because I think there should be a thing. I think his thing is hashtag say no to Mazepin. Yeah, I think that's something what it is like online. that. Yeah. yeah. Go check out Matty WTF1's Twitter. Yeah. Um, he, he's and everything's there. Yeah, I mean, WTF1's got some great content, as you guys all know. So Yeah, they're very popular. <laughs> <laughs> they got us covered. Um, yeah, I don't know. The only way you can really pressure the F1 and FIA is to have sponsors pull out. Yeah, money's talks. Money yeah, talks. that's the only way. Yeah, it's not going to happen any other way. Yeah, yeah I don't think so. No, well, I don't think the, unless this ha- is something that F one FIA needs to get involved in. Like I said, I yeah. think this is a Haas and a Mazepan kind of issue. Yeah, because the FIA can't do anything. No, really. it's it's between the teams, and yeah. sure, like no, I don't think they should step in and do anything, but they should probably take a stand. To be honest, yeah. Well, and somebody <laughs> brought up an interesting comparison. I don't know if you guys remember, but it was the uh, Formula E driver who. Um, cheated uh, during one of the virtual races earlier in March yeah. where he put in like a substitute driver, like a pro driver that was pretending to be him. I think they did well at the race. And then the Formula E team in real life actually dropped him, which Tandem. I think was ridiculous in my opinion. So somebody was saying, well, if they dropped him for that and then they don't drop this guy for this. That's a fair point. Yeah. That's a fair point. I mean, obviously. That is a very far, fair point. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, it's a very d- different comparison. So I'm just trying to think maybe like who who Haas's sort of biggest sponsor. But I are, think... But- that is Haas. different, though. Yeah. That both those situations are different because what oh, is, he yeah. did would directly inf- impacted the race itself and was r- related to racing. Where what he was he did was just a fucking yeah, in personal being a life. Piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and then the other thing is, is like, do like the act itself first. Which again, like I said, I haven't seen the video, so I'm, I'm not going to fully comment on it because I just haven't seen the video. So I I always like to have the full picture of everything before I can make a comment on it. Um, but I think it's pretty conclusive now, and you can't find the video anywhere because yeah, deleted I mean, it. Yeah, the, yeah, all yeah. the evidence just doesn't add up but at all. The, so. the other thing too is like you posted it. Yeah, like you should just be dropped for being that much of an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you know what I mean. Like it's, I'm it, not saying that it's just oh do it like hiding it. That's not what I'm trying to say. But I'm just kind of just shows that's the thing too is like you just signed for an F1 team, man. Like you, you got to yeah. realize that there's a very big level of professionalism jumping from F2 to F1. Even in F2, you got to be extremely professional. If you do that in F2, I drop him from my team. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, like, especially like now, in general, to you're be putting, let, let's be yeah. honest, you're putting Mick Schumacher in an awful position For because sure. now that everybody's asking Mick Schumacher about it, and Mick Schumacher should have no responsibility to answer the question, but then people are going to start coming after Mick Schumacher because he doesn't want to comment on it. Yeah. yeah. And then it's going to look, hor- and then like, especially Mick Schumacher. I mean, I don't know the guy, but he looks like a sweetheart. Yeah, he looks like such a great guy. Yeah, Everybody's does. excited to have him, and then you got this dark cloud that hands over the team. Mm. Gunter Steiner is like fucking smashing everything. I'm yeah, bring I'm Kevin back. Yeah, bring Kevin back <laughs> seriously. And that's the other part too, right? You've dropped Grosjean and Magnussen, who are two great guys, two great yeah. drivers, two leaders too. I mean, obviously yeah. Roman. I mean, I, it might be a perfect time to have another season for Roman. Yeah, and not, have his F1 career end up like that, uh, ending that way. If he would want to come back, obviously. 
Um, but I mean, you go from someone who is the leader of the drivers. What do they call it? The drivers Union association. Association yeah. to to that. Like I don't know. It's just yeah. It yeah. It's a it's a mess right now, and I hope it gets figured out soon in the way that they find a new driver to race for Haas next year. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's a Haas decision, I think. Uh, more unless F one comes in and pressures them, but. Uh, a good question, though. That's for sure. And, yeah. and yeah, like you said, Tyler, we'll see what happens in the new year. I They don't have a choice. It's like the same thing as, like, Red Bull didn't have a choice to, other than to put Perez in the car. Haas doesn't have a choice other than to take Mazepin out of yeah. the car. Yeah. I, I think it, it has to be that way. Yeah. No, I I agree. I totally agree. Anyways, we'll yep. see what they do. All right. Uh, we'll do the second last question, and then, and then we'll slowly wrap it up here. Uh this yeah sorry this is from dave uh on our question form was submitted and he asked which race would you want to attend the most in person i think for me it would the dutch grand prix oh yeah that's a good one absolutely for the first ever dutch grand prix Mm -hmm. in history next year i would absolutely want to be there okay that's (laughs) That's a great one that's a great one um mine i think just because of my italian heritage i would love to go see the race at monza a close second would be Spa for me. Spa, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think just under my Italian heritage, I think it'd be Monza, um, and then Monaco would, would be too, just because it's Monaco. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, no, I think Monza for me because I want I want to go to Italy anyway. So yeah, that's a great one. I, yeah, Monza would probably be there for me. I'm. Another? You've been to Monaco, so you've you yeah. That one's that one's crossed yeah. off my bucket list. I'm glad I did that before all this stuff happened. So. Yeah. Uh, but I, I would definitely want to go again just because that whole thing was just such a blur. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's definitely a bucket list for everyone. Um, damn, that's a really... You know what? Austria, Spielberg. Oh, yeah. that's a good race. Yeah, that's yeah, a good yeah. race. That's that's probably one that I'd want to go to just because it's such a beautiful area. Yeah. Um, great atmosphere too. Yep. You know, if you want... That's a second Dutch Grand Prix, I think, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's another one too. Dutch Grand Prix would love to go to Spa. Australia. Far, but yes. Far, but the atmosphere is amazing. I, I love Australia. I just love everything about it. I just don't like the all the crazy shit they got over there. Like the spiders? Yeah. Yeah, to be honest, I'm like, I don't know if I'd go to Australia. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, you know here how you see, like, a squirrel, and that's just normal to us? There they see, like, a crocodile, and that's just like, oh, yeah, mate, that's... Run around the front yard there, yeah, mate. I think the Brazilian Grand Prix would be cool. Oh, yeah. That would be another good one. Yeah. But I'd want to go with a Brazilian driver in F1. Okay. I don't think I'd want to go to the Brazilian Grand Prix without an F1 uh, Brazilian yeah. driver being there. I also wouldn't okay. go if I didn't have a Brazilian woman with me as well. Yeah, that's that a fair point. That's a very good <laughs> That's point. what I'd go. <laughs> but that's a good one, too. And Interlagos is signed up, I think, for another five years. Five years? Yeah. Nice. Thank God. Nice. Yeah, thank oh, God. thank God. That was a horrible idea that they had. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's there's an example, I guess, of pressure um, yeah. resulting in good good reversals of decisions. So, yeah, I think uh, all Why, of them what, eventually. What, what happened? Yeah. What did I miss? They wanted to, to race in Sao Paulo on the streets. Or they no, wanted I think to it was build... Rio in the streets. Oh, Rio in the streets. Yeah. Right, right, right. I That's do right. remember that. Yes, right. okay. Thank God they didn't do that. Interlock is such a good track. Yeah. <laughs> well, and they were going to, I think, just bulldoze an entire... What was it a forest, forest area or something? It's part of the rainforest. Yeah, which just didn't make any sense when you have one of the best F one tracks already purpose built. Well, and on like how you know kind of need the rainforest yeah. for the future well, of yeah. the world. You know that's kind of helps as well. Yeah, well that's the thing, right? You got all these great tracks that we see in this year, Magello and Imola mm. and all that, and it's like, well, no, let's just build a brand new one. It's like, no, don't take the forest down for a new track, please. Yeah, <laughs> please. We're good. 
It's <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. It's a uh, reason we don't have V10s anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Bring back the fucking V10. <laughs> <laughs> and our final question. Uh, this one comes from an anonymous viewer. What's the thing that you're most excited for in the 2021 F1 season? Ooh. Um, Mazaban to be kicked. <laughs> 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 it might happen this season. <laughs> yeah, does that count as 2021? Yeah. I don't know. Um, We're almost there. What, two weeks away? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Bless, I think. Um, that would be a good over-under bet. Does he, like, does he get canned by the new year? I hope so. I say no. No? You don't think he gets yeah. canned by the New Year? Sometime I don't think he gets canned the... at all. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. Wow. Because he would have already, in my opinion. Hmm. If it was a bigger team, it might have been more quick, but... I don't think they, Anyways, have, I don't yeah. think they have a choice. Hey, yeah, we won't get back to that. <laughs> uh, we already say that he shouldn't be in the car. I think you guys can understand that. Yeah. Uh, he should not be in that Haas car. Anyways. Um, I'm most excited for the 2021 season. Um, I think it's going to be how all the new drivers do in their respective new teams like there's a lot of change next year yeah. in the whole kind of driver market where where different drivers are so it'll be really interesting to see how the dynamics go and how uh how they all adapt to their new race seats i think that's gonna be really interesting to see at the start of the season i i would completely agree that was sort of my overarching thing is is the shakeup of the grid like mm-hmm. we've never seen before yeah uh fettel at aston martin uh, Daniel Ricciardo at McLaren and like that's the thing that I like is that like McLaren Aston Martin hopefully there's really it's only kind of a design and a brand change so it's not much of a difference uh, Renault like all three of those teams have had good solid seasons yeah especially the ends to the season yeah exactly ends to the season multiple podiums for for each team so I'm really looking forward to how close that battle is going to be if Ferrari's not going to you know climb up a little bit more with the developments of their engine um, never know. We never know, right? Never they, know. they might come back, and, and maybe they're going to be that fourth team in that fight. Yeah. But out of that, maybe just to go a little bit different from you, I'm really looking forward to Fernando Alonso in 2021 mm. because if he's going to be in that Renault and it's going to be as good as it was this year and probably even better under the hands of Alonso, if we just look at his Abu Dhabi postseason test, he matched Esteban Ocon's uh, qualifying time. I actually believe he was better than Daniel Ricciardo's time and maybe matching or even quicker than Ocon's time, but he was there. Certainly different circumstances, but still, I think that's impressive nonetheless. So I think that's sort of one of the quiet things going into 2021, that if we got Alonso mixing it up with Vettel and Ricardo and throw in the young guys like Lando Norris and Charles Leclerc, Carlos Sainz at the Ferrari now, which we almost forgot. I, I just, I'm, I'm really looking okay. forward to that. I think Alonso, I haven't really seen him like this in, in many, many years. He's really ready to go. And yeah, he looks fired up. Yeah, and he, I was reading, he's pushing Renault like January 1st, like clock strikes January 1st, 2021, he wants them working on the 2022 car. He's he's texting that, people. Like when like, you can start? Is yeah, yeah. And he wants them right away. No, he, There's no messing around this year for Fernando. Uh, my real answer is I'm actually really looking forward to this Lando Norris and um, <laughs> Daniel Ricciardo partnership. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. I am very excited for this. So much content. <laughs> Good point. If McLaren don't put out the stupidest amount of content next year, they're really missing out. Like, there should be just well, content that every and, day. Well, like, Lando's doing his own, like, media streaming thing. Like, he's got that team going. So there's going to be great content coming out for Lando, and I'm hoping Daniel will get involved in some yeah. way. That's a... It's going to be a PR nightmare. Can you imagine Lando and Daniel on a stream oh, together? Oh, my, oh God, my God. It'd be so good, though. Don't say that. Don't say, oh, yeah. I'd love it. But, I mean, we're just talking about PR disasters, Can we talk right? about this? <laughs> you see what happens at the press conference, yeah. right? Imagine yeah, what would yeah. happen on a stream. So, 
I love it. I'll tell you what, I'm going to go bankrupt next year with buying team memorabilia. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff I want. I saved it like this. I was thinking like, uh, oh, maybe something's on sale. I'll maybe grab like a science McLaren hat, but I'm like, no, like, like I, I want, I want something Vettel from Aston Martin. Yeah, I want that. Too. I want some something Ricardo from McLaren. I want some Lando stuff. Al- yeah, Alonzo stuff. Like it's it's gonna be an expensive year. <laughs> some Mick, like Mick Schumacher. Mick first year Sh- oh stuff. my god, I almost forgot about Mick yeah, Schumacher. Some yeah, great stuff there. Yeah, uh, we, we don't even know who's the second driver's gonna be from Mercedes. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> and Sergio Perez now at Red Bull. How could we forget? That's right. Yeah, that's gonna be a fun season. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a great season. I mean, this season was a lot of fun, um, just for the amount of different drivers we saw on the podium. Um, I think it's gonna be like the exact kind of same scenario next year, which is nice. We've seen this development the last few years of exciting, good racing. Even if yeah. they, if, if Mercedes win, there's just really good racing in the middle, and uh, it makes for a lot of exciting stuff. So I don't know. Hopefully, it's it's the same next year. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm I'm very much looking forward to it, and it's uh you know about ninety so odd days away. And remember, Das is gone. Is gone. Das is no go. Yeah, a lot of changes too. Oh, really? Yeah, they yeah. banned it. Oh, yeah, yeah. A decent chunk of the floor is also now banned That's as well. Right. So uh, yeah, can't I work mean, in certain parts of the floor. I still think Mercedes will be very strong, but now uh, with Red Bull and and this team that they got now, hopefully it will get a little bit closer. Mm-hmm. But we'll yeah. see. I mean, Total Wolf just extended his contract for three years. And That's it's a true. good sign that Lewis Hamilton's probably going to extend his contract. Yeah, he will. 100%. I think so. Yeah. Uh, but. Here's my question to you guys. If Lewis Hamilton does not sign for Mercedes, if, big if. That's like a, yeah, it's big if. Big if, because 100% he's going to resign okay, for so Mercedes. So we'll play hypothetical. Hypothetical, because this is my question to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> what happens with the rest of the grid? Are we expecting a drop of Valtteri with Russell going up and Esteban Ocon also going into Mercedes? Oh, jeez. Oh. Um, because Esteban Ocon, don't forget, is a Mercedes signed driver. Is he still there? Yes, he is. He, his manager think, yeah. is Toto Wolf. Oh, oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. that's a good point. <laughs> that's right. I forgot about that. Um, I think George would automatically get the seat. I think so. That is a hundred percent going to happen. But do you think Valtteri gets dropped at the same time? I don't think so. I think he does. You think he, th- he does? I don't think. I so. think they then try to poach Max. Probably. That's the only combination Probably. that works. Yeah. Because Valtteri, listen, was only put in place to support Lewis Hamilton as a driver. And if they ha- don't have a driver that needs supporting, why does Valtteri need to be there? They were, they're going to grow George Russell. He's yeah. not going to be a world championship contender in his first year, in my opinion. I mean, he's a great driver, but I don't think he's just quite there yet in that car. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I just don't see the... Like, Valtteri's a great driver, don't get me wrong, but I think he would be do much better... And going to Renault or in going to, you know, those other teams than staying, you know, than staying at Mercedes, unfortunately. Back to Williams. <laughs> oh, that'd be tough. There's so many That's options. interesting. Great <laughs> question. Yeah. Because like, I was thinking about this the last few weeks or so, and I'm like, yeah, like there is an easy answer here, but there is also a really complicated answer yeah. if we could really get into it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but here's Jack a- Aiken for Williams. Yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't be upset with that. No, you should have the seat. And another factor that we have to include that not a lot of people are talking about, and I'm not hearing too much about it, is Red Bull still don't have an engine solution for 2022. No, mm. And Max is going to win a world championship before there's he no, turns 25. Well, and there's no way they go with Renault. 
No. No. Zero chance. So you're Done. down a Ferrari or Mercedes. And neither of those are going to happen. No. They're not giving up their engine to Red Bull. They're trying to get uh, the Honda IP and, and to build their own. But, okay, fine. You go with that. That's a lot of work. Red Bull's never done it before. Well, but I mean, why not? True, but or but still. did they poach Porsche? Bring someone in. Porsche doesn't want to do it. Yeah, I don't think oh, they yeah, want to do it. Like, well, I'm just saying, like, a, a manufacturer yeah. like that, yeah. Audi or Lamborghini, not Lamborghini. They would never it's do Cosworth. It. I think the Cosworth. big issue is that that Porsche and VW, because Porsche is part of that VW hassle that happened a few years ago. Yeah. They don't want to mess around anymore. Yeah, well, much like Honda too, yeah. right? That's I yeah. guess one of the reasons they said if you take it at face value. Uh, so that's another interesting point. So let's say they don't win the championship next year. It's much of the same. If this year, does Max say, okay, I'm tired of this. I've, it's been three, four years like yeah, this. You got, you I think got, he you... has one year, 2022, see how the car is. Yeah. Because so. he, he, he could, if Red Bull is amazing in 2022, and he moves, then right. he just looks dumb. Right? Yeah, like, he could be a Fernando Alonso all over again, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a lot. It's a lot to take in, but a great, great talking point and a great thing to kind of keep in the back of your mind for sure. Yeah. Um, a lot of changes coming. I, I, I like it, though. I like it a lot. Hmm. All right. So that'll do it for, for all the questions. Yeah. And I think uh, we, we can wrap up the episode number yeah. 100. Maybe I'll just uh, put the floor to you guys if you guys want to add any other uh, comments or anything about uh, you know our, our channel or the future or anything else that we talked about. Uh, you guys get the last word. Oh, it's been a pleasure, boys. It's been a good yeah. time. Well, we're just hoping to hundreds more Yeah, uh, <laughs> down the line. And uh, I want to just thank all our supporters, the subscribers, and everyone who watches these videos. You make this happen. We do this for fun, and we hope you guys... Uh, enjoy it as well and have some laughs with us. Um, the support recently has been awesome. Yeah. And uh, let's keep pushing and see how far we can get to, and grow this channel. I mean, we're going to do it for fun anyways, but That's right. let's have some fun together while doing it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's happy holidays and a happy oh, year. Oh, yeah, happy holidays. You know, all yeah. that fun stuff. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, coming to the end of the year of 2020, so, you know. I keep looking at my watch because I had it on all day. You're going <laughs> to see multiple shots in this video of me uh, looking at my watch. <laughs> it's not actually there. That's all right. <laughs> it's one of Jeez. those new invisible smartwatches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Elon like Musk has his yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I guess, uh, you know, we didn't... We, they're non-alcoholic beverages, but... Yeah, you know, I have water. If, if there was ever a year to start drinking, it's 2020. So uh, a cheers, cheers to everybody. A cheers See, to us. This is the year I've drank the least... I'm not kidding. You see, that's the problem right there, Shaker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me too. It's true. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, we get an early start for 2021. Um, but yeah, I think that will do it then for, for episode number 100. This one was a lot of fun. Uh, mm. A nice little trip yeah. down memory lane. A uh, nice little look forward as well to, to the next season. Uh, if you guys are still with us at this point, maybe we'll just give a quick update as to sort of uh, our plan. <clears throat> excuse me, our plans for the rest of the year. Uh, like you said, Shaker, I think there's only two two weeks or so left to the end of this year. But uh, so obviously we got this podcast. We got the video we just did on Sergio Perez joining Red Bull that you can check out. Um, and then we also got just a couple more that we'll do sort of wrapping up the the end of the season. Um, we're starting to do more of these uh, sort of uh, one video a week type things like the Alonzo video and the George Russell video where we have the articles, the written ones up on our website that you can check out. And then we just make those into videos. Yeah. So we'll probably try and keep that to one a week during this whole off season. As we mentioned a couple uh, minutes ago, we're doing the not Grand Prix as well, uh, probably sometime in mid-January. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get that recorded ahead of time and then just release it for you guys uh, so you have something to watch. 
And yeah, February right away, F1 is really kind of starting up again with the car launches and testing's on its way. We'll be here to cover all of it. Yeah, yep. absolutely. I think we also talked about maybe doing some more live streams next year of maybe some uh, practice sessions or during testing. Yeah. I think that would be a, a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, easier to do as well. No editing involved. We just get that up right away and... Uh, um, maybe, well, maybe we'll invest in some things in there if we need uh, some uh, infrastructure. I might get a wheel and do some F1 streams. Nice. Oh, yeah. That would be good. Yeah. That's yeah, something sweet. I might look into getting into because huh. I'm going to start streaming in the next couple of weeks or so. Awesome. Love it. On Twitch, yeah. So. We'll promote uh, your stuff, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know people really love the, the gaming the and the Twitch stuff, stuff nowadays. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. It's huge. You know, I figured I'm off over the holidays and I do it enough. So, might as well, might as well stream it. Yeah. 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 Sweet. Um, yeah. Exactly. Awesome. Good. All right. Well, thank you very, very much for watching this episode. And like Tyler mentioned, I echo the same thoughts. Thank you for all the support, um, all the positive comments and feedback. As always, uh, you can contact us directly, thebackmarkersf1show at gmail.com. If you got any questions, concerns, uh, complaints, suggestions, anything, uh, just send us an email or reach out to us on Twitter at TBMF1show. As always, links found in the description of the video on the homepage of our channel, and we will make sure that we get back to you as soon as possible. It's going to be an exciting 2021. Lots of cool things to come in the future on the channel. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, make sure you, you stick with us in 2021. Well, all right, guys. Well, we will hope the best for all of you as well. Uh, if you don't hear from us before uh, Christmas of the New Year, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Best to luck of everybody. Happy healthy holidays, and, and hopefully everybody enjoys it. And F1 will be back sooner than you think, and so will we. Until next time, bye for now.